you've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello and welcome back. I feel a lot better. I feel like I'm on top of a rainbow. Like a little rainbow. Only a t only only a wee little rainbow. Steven, I feel so good that I even dropped my accent for a little there. But you know why you're there? Won't you come on in, sit down, and pull up a seat in me mind? Hello and welcome to episode one hundred and five. How about that? One oh five. Anyway, how are you? We'll get it out out of the way oh this is the my mind podcast <laughs> yeah but you knew that because you've subscribed and you've followed and you've rung the bell and you get notified every time a new episode comes out and all that cool stuff you know all about it by now you know that this uh this show and you know last week we spoke about telling your friends about movies being sick hating being sick and, and the Xenoverse. But this week, we're talking about other stuff. You know? So we're probably just going to talk about more about Xenoverse because that's all I've been doing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Golly, golly, gosh. You know, the crazy thing about all of this is that the week before, I was like, oh, I'm on this hardcore achievement chase. Now I can't stop playing one game. And I don't, like, I want to get the achievements for sure. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is just a fun game to play. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fun game. It's just so much fun. It's cool. Mm. I think there's a, the, the best thing about it. I don't know. I spent all last week talking about it and I'm going to chew up all the clock doing it for this week as well. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to talk about something else. So... Um, the new Little Mermaid comes out soon or is out by the time this recording comes out. <laughs> so my wife and I watched the first one and the first one's like, it's a good Disney movie. eh? you know, like I'm not super big on musicals and all that. Like I don't mind, I don't mind them sometimes, I guess, but it's kind of, mm, yeah, I don't mind either way. Yeah, uh, take them or leave them. Like Grease, great movie. Great movie. Grease is a great movie. You take away the musical, still a great movie. Um, Yeah, it's good. Anyway, so we're watching this movie. We're watching Little Mermaid. And like it doesn't go for long. And it was crazy how quickly it progressed. I didn't realize how quickly it got to the end, you know? Yeah, it was so weird because like in, in my head, I just remember it being like a really, really long movie and then not like super long, not like a two hour epic, but at least like an hour 40. And it only goes for like, it goes for less than an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, and the whole like aerial, oh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched 1989's <laughs> The Little Mermaid. <laughs> then, you know, go pause this, go watch it, and then we'll come back and listen and talk about it. Anyway, so I think the main theme or, like, the biggest thing I took away from it was that 
you know, losing your voice isn't cool. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah. And it makes it hard. It's it's weird because they try and mm, they try and say, I guess because of the times that come out and the time it would have come out is that they say that, oh, you know, a man doesn't want a woman that speaks, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Which in this day and age is, is crazy. Because, you know, we're all about equality and whatever. But I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I think it was a cool movie. I think, yeah, like I said, the coolest thing about it was the how quickly it escalated. It just escalates so quickly. There was just one minute where it was all calm and chill out and there's like Sebastian singing under the sea and she's like wants to be a part of another world and then bam, she's a part of another world and then Cruella or uh, Ursula is freaking kicking up a stink, getting, you know, starting to do her, her black magic and all the all witchcraft and stuff. Then it doesn't really like get explained how she gets exiled from like the kingdom as well, which is, I don't know. I mean, anyway, the reason I'm talking about this is because, yeah, because there's a remake coming out and they, they, they do a thing where they just, they, they cast actors based on, I guess, talent than look, I guess these days, because, you know, you can look like someone and not be a very good actor. Or you can look like someone and not be a very good singer because then you have to hire a singer. A similar thing happened, or not a similar thing, a thing happened on this really old, no, not an old movie, not as old as Little Mermaid, maybe 2006, 2007. Uh, this movie called Walk Hard with John C. Riley, And it's basically a, um, a mockumentary or a, a mock biopic about this country western singer uh, called Dewey Cox. And it's it's quite similar to like Glenn Campbell and Johnny Cash and Elvis and yeah it kind of um takes takes the Mickey out of those kind of guys. It's a good movie. Like Jay Kasdan directs it. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, it's a really good movie. Everybody should check that out. You know, it's pretty cool. A good. It's a really good soundtrack. Really good original soundtrack. You know, like some of the songs. Like as much as they're a joke, they're actually like pretty good. You know, even the main song, like Walk Hard, it's a good song. Um, anyway, so the the girl on that, she um she is like a singer. She's like June Carter Cash, I guess. And she's like singing. And I I remember thinking, like, wow, like she's got a really good voice. Like it's really, really good. It's yeah, anyway, it's really like nice and deep and sensual, legit and stuff <laughs> sorry and and then i found out like maybe a, uh for probably a month after i watched it i was watching like the behind the scenes and stuff because this is what you used to do on dvds you'd watch like the behind the scenes and like the deleted scenes and like the featurettes and like all that like interviews with the director and like you'd go back and you'd like watch it with the commentary you know that's what i think that's why like my friends and i well, that's why I particularly wanted to do the commentary because they don't do commentaries anymore. You know, like you could buy, you can buy whatever movie you want these days, but you won't get a, a commentary with it. You know, unless you buy the DVD or the Blu-ray or whatever you buy, you can't, uh, you can't get it, which is a bit poo. If, if I'm honest, yeah, like because no one's buying it, everyone's just streaming everything and there's nothing wrong with streaming it or downloading it or whatever you do. It's just like you lose 
that kind of connection with the film if you don't own it and you don't learn more about it. Like it takes away from its kind of mysticism, you know. I think one of my favorite commentaries is actually in Goodfellas where it's um, Henry Hill, Henry Hill the, the gangster or the criminal, and the other guy is the defendant that, sorry, the prosecutor that puts him away, the attorney that uh, puts him away and puts him into, um, sorry, doesn't put him away. It's it's not the attorney. So that's Casino, I think. I think it's the, the FBI agent who puts him in witness protection. I think that's it, actually. And they have like this crazy friend relationship. They're like friends. Yeah, it's so strange. But it's awesome as well, you know, like he, he says in the commentaries that, you know, like the guy says like, oh, do you have any fear of um, the, the mob anymore? And he said, look, all the guys that um, have someone against me or could have killed me or want to kill me, they're all dead or in jail and I got nothing to worry about <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty deep, man. Eh? Yeah, it's really good. Really good um, commentary as well because Henry Hill's like a renowned um, uh, addict, you know, like he, he gets clean and then he doesn't and then he, you know, unfortunately he passed away years, years, years later. But he was such a, yeah, he was, re- it was, it was pretty good. It was really good story. Yeah. Oh, Goodfellas is such a great film. There's a scene in Goodfellas where Robert De Niro is, they they do that uh, Latanza heist. They steal all that uh, money from the airport. And there's like, they're like, don't spend big. Don't spend big. Don't buy anything lavish. Like we don't want eyes on us. They're, you know, police are always watching us and all this stuff. And then... Like this guy, Carmine, rocks in with like his missus got a big fur coat and a pink Cadillac. <laughs> and it's got like all all the bells and whistles, eh? Hang on, there's a dog barking. Mm. Anyway, so the story kind of goes that all the movie tracks and Rob De Niro character just kills everybody. <laughs> and that's what kind of leads to Henry Hill's paranoia and kind of a sign like he wants to get out and anyway he gets caught and goes to prison and he gets caught like three or four times with like cocaine and heroin and guns and or unlicensed firearms and all that kind of stuff mate it's crazy it's it's crazy no not to get in a debate about the guns in america because it just it's just a foreign thing to people who live outside of it like the mentality i suppose because in like where I live in Australia, guns are like they're here, obviously, but they're not as prevalent, I guess, as in America. And that's only because, you know, like gun crime here is like it's pretty, it's pretty minimal, I guess. <laughs> you know, like there's a drive by three or four times a year, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't even know where I'd pull that number from, but yeah, maybe. And, you know, comparative to people shoot guns every day in America. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't even know if that's a true statistic, you know. not Like I said, I'm not trying to make this um, debate of gun crime, but 
Mm. Anyway, they're just not common over here. So I don't really know like what's a lot of guns and what's not a lot of guns is what I'm trying to say. Eh? Like here we have a lot of, I guess, alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be probably a true statement and probably like somewhat obesity as well. Although a lot of people's vain and selfish <laughs> images of themselves has really helped that. So uh, even for myself, you know, I try and do push-ups and sit-ups and stay healthy. And so um, for the most part, like, I think I do more physical exercise than I actually do eating healthy. <laughs> yeah, it, it sometimes, like, the, the negative doesn't <laughs> match the pro. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But you know, like it is, it is what it is. You know, you get there one day at a time. One day at a time. Mm. Anyway, so I think a cool thing is though, is that with these streaming movies, is that there's less weight. And I remember having to wait about three months. It felt like or a half a year for a movie to be released to like DVD or VHS because, you know, I had tapes. <laughs> yeah. But people won't, young people these days won't know what it's like to rewind a cassette with a pencil <laughs> or record an audio show, <laughs> record a, um, uh, you know, I, I used to do like a radio show when I was a kid. And I'd like do a, like a top 10 songs <laughs> of the day. <laughs> I'd do like weird, like little inserts because I was like super into West Coast rap. So it was all just like Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg and NWA and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and Tupac and that. So they would be like always, or like today was a good day. It would like always be number one a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I wouldn't, I, I think I showed like two people these tapes as well, you know, cause wouldn't be able to find them now if I tried, but mm, anyway, I do like freestyles on there and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But you know, kids these days won't know because look at me, I'm like recording on a good microphone with a computer and a screen and it just gets uploaded to the internet and people can come find it and listen to it. I don't have to, I don't have to put it out there for people to come and find. You know, I don't have to, no, I don't have to go and independently find people to find it. You know, I don't have to take to a radio station or anything like that. Like, it'll make it really easy to make a show these days. Mm. A couple of my friends have um, all started, started doing podcasts as well. Yeah, which is really cool. Mm. It's nice, you know, like, I think everybody should give it a crack. You know, it's not for everyone, you know. Like, I'm not successful from it. Not at all. <laughs> I don't think I'd try hard enough, if I'm honest, <laughs> to be successful at it. Yeah, because, you know, it, it's more for me. I just enjoy it. I just enjoy sitting here talking to you lovely people and just talking about movies and stuff, games and life. I think that's, like, funner for me. It's just talking about life. Yeah. And how you know, every experience kind of accumulates into different experiences and makes it, makes it good, makes real good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess 
you know, an accumulation of the meaning of life would be to just enjoy and have fun with your friends and family. You know, you make money, that's cool, man. Eh? You, you don't make money, that's cool. As long as you, as long as you have quality of life, you know, as long as you have a good time. Everyone has bad times, and you know they come part and parcel with the the bibs and bobs of life as it is. <laughs> Not to get too deep, but yeah, it's really good. That's what you want. You want you want this. You want life. Living. Living ain't easy. <laughs> it's a it is a hard road. <laughs> yeah. But it's awesome. I think one of the, the you know, another another cool thing about being alive is that you can just if you really wanted to move somewhere, you can. If you really wanted to get another job, you could, you know? If you really wanted to do a podcast, you could, you know, and that's, isn't that crazy? You know, like if you, if you want to be an actor, you can give it your best shot, you know? And I think that's like the blessing and the curse of my generation is that we were told that, you know, I, I, I was told this by other people, not my auntie, (laughs) that you could be something, you could be anything, you know? And the generation before was like, get a job get a house, get kids, pay the mortgage, you know? And that's fine. That's like the ambitions and the dreams that you take on from, you know, the people that you look up to more or less. And my generation was, you can be anything. You can do anything. You can aspire to be something. And then the generation after me is like, you are special. You will do anything. You don't have to have a normal job. (laughs) You don't have to get a mortgage, have a family, have kids and all the rest of it. You know, you don't have to have a car, which is fine, you know, because all things that are progressively, we're progressively learning that there's a different way to live life. You know, you hear about modern philosophy and it's not about having the the standard of what you want. You know, like grunge and punk rock really, really changed this in like the early and mid 2000s you know, in the, in the early nineties as well, in the mid nineties, you know, the, the, the discussion changed from being about, you know, getting a house, getting a land, getting a family and all that. It changed. It was like, but what do I want? What are the things that I want? Is there something that I want to do or like I should do or can do, you know, like that became more of the discussion rather than, you know, I need to tick all these boxes in my life. And, you know, in, in even for me, I still have a lot of boxes to tick. <laughs> like I still want to tick these boxes, you know, and make it and get a house. And, you know, I have a family, which I'm very blessed to have, which is awesome. I have a great family. You know, I, you never see that until you, I don't know, I guess challenged on that, you know, when you're really pushed to see when you're pushed mentally and physically by your family and the situation that your family's in, you know, you really see, you really see it and, it, and, and, you know, it's quite happy, but yeah. Anyway, my auntie never used to say any of that. <laughs> she used to say, if you're not good at school, you're going to be dumb. 
do you want to be dumb? <laughs> and I'd, I'd give some stupid answer. And she said, well, you keep going. You're going to be dumb and you're not going to be good. You're going to suck at life and it's, it's going to be bad. And you know, half the things I do around the house or to the car or I try and fix things is I get from her, you know, wholeheartedly. She's the handiest person I know, you know, she can, she could, I, she could build a house, you know, not now cause she, she's a bit older, but she hundred percent could just one day just go build a house. If she had the land and the resources and the materials at the time, she would go build a house and live on that house and live off the land, you know, mm, it's crazy. I mean, that's like what we all want really. Just space, space for ourselves. Yeah. Anyway. You've heard the music. And now you know it's time to end. Unfortunately, it's the end. <laughs> like I said. <laughs> but you can go ahead and follow the show on Instagram and Facebook. On Facebook, it's My Mind With. Um, or my mind with seven taylor go like the page leave a comment all that good stuff you can go to the instagram page my mind podcast m-y-m-n-d-p-d-c-s-t the youtubes are the same name m-y-m-n-d-p-d-c-s-t you can also go check out the patreon page which is www.patreon.com slash my mind with you can check out the awesome and incredibly and tear-jerking audio drama called the Marchetti Family Values, which is centered around a crime family in the 1960s that are trying to work out how to adapt in the changing of times, you know. So you can go check that out and have fun with it because it's awesome. It's only $3. It's less than a coffee. Inflation these days, less than a coffee. It's tiny, minuscule amount. Anyway, go check it out. It's awesome. And you can also check out the show pretty much everywhere you know leave a five star on spotify like i really appreciate it uh tell your friends tell your friends that there's this weirdo sitting at home sitting in his house talking into a microphone you know go tell them about it you know see if we have the same views or we resonate the same way maybe we like stuff maybe we like the same things who knows anyway have fun enjoy the week and we'll talk later on <laughs>